VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie back with you. Craig Weiler, graduate of UC Berkeley, a parapsychology student journalist, speaker, and blogger on the science of parapsychology, the skepticism and the psychics. Craig began his spiritual path during the New Age movement, teaching and practicing psychic healing. One of his books includes Psy Wars, Ted, Wikipedia, and the Battle for the Internet. And Craig, what a battle it continues to be, isn't it? Yes, it is. George, thank you so much for having me tonight. Well, you were spot on a couple years ago with that book. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I, I was really happy to do that, and I'm still hearing from people uh, even today uh, about uh, you know, how much it means to them that I was calling out the skepticism. Good for you. Parapsychology, what does that mean to you? Parapsychology to me, well, you know, I... I, I cover parapsychology, which means that, uh, you know, I attend some of the conferences and I talk to the scientists occasionally. So to me, it's science, and really, it's just regular science. There's, there's really nothing different about parapsychology except for what they're studying. They do everything the same way as everybody else. They sure do. And how do you compare parapsychology to the paranormal? Well, the paranormal... Is, uh, is something that, you know, normally enthusiasts do. You know, people are interested in the paranormal, so they'll, 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 read, about ghost, they'll read about ghosts and hauntings and things like that. And, uh, of course, there's the shows on TV. And the science, that's an entirely different animal because what they're doing is they're building a knowledge base. So they have institutions that, uh, that collect the, the, you know, they collect the information from the scientists. The scientists themselves are, are publishing in papers. They get their stuff looked at by other scientists, and when everything clears and the studies seem to be okay, then they get published. It gets added to the database, and, and everybody works from there. So 
parapsychology from a scientific perspective is building on all the information dating back uh, over 150 years moving forward so that they can understand the phenomena better. And they're constantly coming up with new experiments uh, to, to, to see what else they can learn. So they're not just running the same experiments over and over again trying to prove something. To them, it's already proven. And now the idea is, what do we do with this information? How do we take this forward? How do we learn more about this phenomena? Uh, and that's really what fascinates them. I mean, you can just you can just see the wheels turn when they're when they're presenting their papers. They're they're very enthusiastic about uh, where this leads us. Have you seen an increase, Craig, in the scientific investigation of the pure psychology area? Um, yes, since the uh, since the internet. Uh, started taking over. Uh, parapsychology has has gotten slowly, ever so slowly. God, this just takes years, but it's slowly gotten more into the mainstream. So more people are aware of it, and you're starting to see people um, come into it and participate more. More scientists are involved. There's more papers being uh, written, and the whole thing is just kind of expanding. And it's primarily investigating the study of mental phenomena, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, basically, you know, what you're looking at is where is, you know, where is this taking us? What can, what can we do with it? So, you know, for example, um, I was working with a uh, scientist because he, this was an inter- interesting situation. The guy uh, had done like 10 years of studies and then didn't tell anybody about it. Kept, kept it to himself, huh? Yeah. And uh, so he was, he was working with uh, belief uh, in telepathy experiments, and it produced some really interesting results because, you know, skeptics were, uh, skeptics were demonstrated to be psychic just like, just like, you know, people who are trying to be. My, my aunt was doing the same thing before she passed on, but she put it all in a book called Breakthrough to Creativity, uh, Dr. Shafika Karegula, who... She was a psychiatrist, Craig, and divided, decided to devote her entire practice into studying ESP and telepathy and all this. It, she was fascinated by it. And why wouldn't she be? The deeper you get into this, the more interesting it becomes. There's, um, you know, it's, it's, they've already established, for example, that there's telepathy. But, for example, what does this say about our universe? Exactly. What, what got you into this study? Um. You know, the, the, the trip into parapsychology itself, the, the skeptics actually got me into it. Um, way back in 2008, I started blogging on different subjects, you know, mostly politics, because everybody, you know, blogs about politics, right? Everybody's got it. Sure. Uh, and then that kind of bored me uh, because everybody was doing it, and I started talking about the psychic stuff and all these skeptics would get online and you get I got all these horribly negative comments you know people telling me god give this up go do you know go write something else the amazing randy probably came at you right oh yeah i mean that was like every third comment was you know go get yourself tested by randy um <laughs> so i started looking into it right just just you know well let's see what they have to say you know and so i looked into randy's challenge and it's like well, that, that's actually not very scientific at all. Um, and then I started looking into other stuff, and it's like, oh, 
wow, there's this whole world of scientific information here that I knew nothing about. And then I just started diving in deeper and deeper into it. Uh, mm-hmm. And it just, it's, it's like an onion. You just keep peeling this thing back, and there's just so much more to it. Would you paraphrase yourself as a journalist based on the parapsychology that you uh, really study that the most? Um, yeah, I, I, so I'm a, I'm a generalist. I'd like that at work too, in that, uh, I like to, you know, check up, check on a bunch of different areas. So I don't specialize on one particular area of parapsychology, but, you know, I, I want to know, you know, what the philosophy is behind it, what the theories are going, uh, what new experiments are and that sort of thing. When the type of stories, Craig, you've covered, which are the ones that you would categorize as the big ones? Well, there was a, uh, a huge uh, kerfluffle uh, with TED, TED Talks way back in 2013. Okay. Uh, with uh, Rupert Sheldrake and Graham Hancock. They were basically, um, they, they, TED took their talks down and, and held discussions about it, and the whole thing dragged on for, I think, like two months. Really tried to put them down, didn't it? They did, yeah. Um, they, you know, of course, by banning the talks, they just made these guys hugely popular. I mean, both of them, Graham Hancock and Rupert Sheldrake, they're... they're um, both, and both past guests of the show, Graham was just on a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, that bo- it lifted both of them up quite a bit. Um, and Graham wasn't even talking about his main subject. He was talking about having had an addiction to marijuana and... Um, for most of his, and Rupert Sheldrake was talking about questioning uh, the materialist paradigm, you know, not looking at things. And the, and the TED folks freaked out over that stuff? They did, yeah. Uh, when I dug into it for the book, it became clear why. Is that they were, first of all, the, um, the owner of TED Talks, uh, I think his last name is Anderson, he, uh, he's a skeptic atheist type a very particular type of skeptic atheist. And so he was only, uh, the people in the company, he was hiring other skeptic atheists who would go out and reinforce their beliefs by looking at other skeptic atheists. And so his entire circle was this one type of person. And so when these talks came out, the people around him freaked, he freaked, and then they decided they needed to do something. Uh, But they... They were also very open about it, and so this, got, this turned into a huge discussion. A lot of uh, intellectual luminaries joined in on the discussion. Um, it even made it into the papers at that time. And uh, so I was busy taking notes on the whole thing the entire time and, and blogging about it. And then they canceled a TEDx talk, and I was the person that found out about it first, and I reported on it. And that turned... that, that turned out to be something bigger. And so the whole thing just, it, 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 I, I look at it as kind of a turning point of the, the people who, are, who advocate for parapsychology and for looking at sciences differently just came out in force and really put their foot down that, you know, hey, we need to look at this, it's important. You may have helped put it on the map by not even knowing about the, what they did. At the time, uh, when this whole thing started, I certainly uh, was 
50% responsible for turning this thing into a big kerfluffle. I, I went around to everybody I knew, uh, including Dean Radin and some others, and got uh, people who were involved in the community to start broadcasting it. You know, I, I didn't Good, good my, for you. Yeah, my list wasn't that big, but theirs was. And so when I got everybody else involved, everybody else realized that this was a big deal, and then all of a sudden this thing just totally blew up. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. What other stories have you covered that just were one of those wow-type stories for you? Well, the other one was, um, the, my favorite is uh, a fellow named Russell Gruber. Uh, I did mention this briefly. He had like 10 years of studies that he hadn't told anybody about. I, I ran into him at a, at a conference, and he was saying, you know, I, I've got these studies, but I, and I want to get them out there. You know, I want people to to know what I did and well this is you know this is what I do I take this complicated stuff and I uh, explain it in a way that ordinary people can understand so over two or three weeks with him we worked out um, an article which we published in paranormal daily news which was basically a synopsis of all these studies Uri Geller is a friend of our program, uh, Craig. He's been uh, on our show several times over the years. And, of course, you might remember during the Tonight Show era, he was on the Tonight Show with uh, Johnny Carson and the amazing Randy and was unable to do what he had to do. Uh, He claims he was nervous, but it generated more publicity for him than he's ever had. Mike Douglas called him on later and everything else, and his notoriety just exploded, but... He's been tested before, and he's pretty darn accurate. Um, the, the, the research that I checked in on, and mind you, uh, 
Yuri Geller is not really significant in parapsychology, but I do I have run into some of this. And yeah, he was tested a few times, and people found him to be the real deal. Um, and then Randy came in and just confused all of this by yeah, yeah. spreading a bunch of misinformation about uh, what actually transpired. Randy's who's dead now, but I wonder if he knows what the afterlife is like now, because he didn't believe in that either. Oh, who knows, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't have a line to him. <laughs> what is science starting to say, Craig, about parapsychology? Um, depends on who you ask. The, um, it's still, still up in the air, right? Well, there's, st- there's, there's, there's like two groups that are coming at this from completely different directions, and there's this chasm in the middle. So you have, on the one hand, this complete denial that's, that's it's going to stick around for probably a couple more generations. Uh, and then you have the, the other side of it, and it basically boils down to either you're a materialist, which means that you believe that the universe is made out of material, material or you're an idealist, which means that you believe that the universe is made out of ideas. It's going to be one or it's going to be the other, and there's just this void in the middle. Can it be both? Um, you know, that's, a, that's an interesting question, and uh, it's, it's philosophical, and everybody's, you know, people have opinions on it. My personal opinion is when you have something that's physical, it doesn't have any meaning. And when you have something with meaning, it's not physical. So, you, so when you have something physical and it has meaning, you're attaching meaning to that physical thing. You're, you're using your consciousness to give it meaning, that the meaning isn't intrinsic in something physical. So what you end up with is a situation with either the universe can be physical, which means that there's nothing immaterial about it, or the universe is immaterial, which means that there's nothing physical about it. My opinion is, is that since, we, since everything we do all the time and, and we can't get away from it has to do with meaning, then the universe must be immaterial. Has science proved beyond a shadow of doubt about the ability of people being psychic? My opinion is yes. Tell me how. Well, the, um, so first, the first thing you have to realize is that Psychic ability has been described by people for as far back as we have records. And it's in every single civilization on Earth has, uh, has something psychic in their culture. So it's everywhere. It's all the time. It's all throughout history. There have been psychics everywhere. It's not something that's like isolated to a particular group. You, it, it it, it passes through all socioeconomic and education, educational boundaries. In other words, you find it everywhere. So there's no one area where, where it's like you only find psychics in this one particular group. It's nothing like that. They're, they're everywhere. So you begin the scientific investigation of psychic ability from that standpoint. That's something that skeptics refuse to do, but it's the truth. You have all this stuff everywhere, and this, this guides you in how much proof you need to decide that psychic ability exists. Can somebody be psychic and not even know it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. In fact, uh, the, the studies by Russell Gruber, those uh, the ones that weren't um, 
the ones that he kind of hid from everybody, demonstrated exactly that. Um, and what he did was fascinating because this guy, this guy was really creative with it. It was a telepathy experiment, and the, the uh, everybody had to pick the correct dot out of four of them in a, in, a, in a board, right? They had to pick the right one. And so what he did was he asked people to deliberately miss. Don't pick the right one at all, right? De- deliberately miss. Deliberately miss. They probably got it right by deliberately missing. Huh? That's exactly what happened with the skeptics. They got it right by deliberately trying to miss. I love it. Yeah, which indicated that the psychic ability was always there, but they were rejecting it. Um, and they were trying to give them, you know, they were trying to give themselves an answer that they personally believed. This kind of research is fascinating. And uh, what uh, do you find to be the most interesting? Uh, the most, so the, the most interesting thing about it is that uh, there are just some things that, that, that just tip the scales into the complete boggle factor, um, which is, for example, uh, one of the scientists, uh, Bill Bankston, just happened to comment in passing at one of the conferences that he was finding that when he would he would do he would do a psychic healing experiment in this one spot, and then he would leave and come back, and stuff in that area would heal without them having to do anything. In other words, the area itself was starting to take on the healing properties even after they left and went and did something else. It wasn't, people weren't doing it at that point, but somehow the area had recorded that information. Interesting. It is, isn't it? It it really is fascinating. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.